This is News Talk. Lovely cheerful headline on the front of the Irish Examiner for Friday morning. Warning of cost of living pain to come. Uh, Households have been warned of pain now and more pain to come as food and energy prices last month surged at the highest rate since records began. There's also a warning uh, in the Examiner if you're going out for a meal, that very soon the meal could go up by €4 Euro per plate. As well as record energy prices, consumers face sharp rises in milk, bread, pasta and sugar. And experts warn these rising prices could soon seep into other parts of the economy as well. So all very, very cheerful. The price of energy, of course, going up. Electricity up 22.4%. Gas up 27.9%. Home heating oil costs have more than doubled. The cost of food is up 3%. Steep increases in some staples there. Flour is up 10%, if you can get it, by the way. Bread is up 8.3%. Pasta products up 9.5%. It's interesting when you're doing the weekly shopping, I suppose you don't need me to tell you this, but you mightn't notice the individual price increases because if you're maybe paying 180 and something is 189 or 190, you're maybe not noticing it, but it's at the end when you get the final bill, all those uh, 20 and 50 cents really, really do add up. The Irish Independent is continuing its coverage of Dr Tony Houlihan heading off to Trinity College and the Indo headline, Houlihan's salary 30 grand higher than other Trinity professors, so he will earn €30,000 a year more than the top pay for most Trinity College professors when Tony Houlihan takes up his new academic role. If you are at the top end of professors in Trinity, uh, you get €157,613. But Tony Houlihan is holding on to his €187,000 Chief Medical Officer salary from July. It's a story that's just not going away. Certainly the paper's continuing their coverage of it. Uh, It's also on the front of the Irish Times this morning. Robert Watt signed off on the secondment of Tony Houlihan. Dr Tony Houlihan has confirmed that the Deputy... Sorry, the Department of Health Secretary-General Robert Watt... Tony Hulan has confirmed Mr Watt's role as he also told a private meeting of the Oireachtas Health Committee that he himself had an involvement, this is Tony Hulan had an involvement in developing the academic post. The Irish Times has learned that the Department of Health first approached TCD over a potential role which is interesting. So it wasn't Trinity looking for Tony Houlihan. If you're to believe the Irish Times sources, uh, it was the Department of Health who first approached Trinity to offer them uh, Tony Houlihan. As I say, not going away. Also, uh, a big, big story, of course, is Russia expelling two diplomats from Moscow. That's on the front of the Irish Daily Mail. They say pressure growing for a tougher line to be taken against the Russian embassy in Dublin after Moscow expelled two Irish diplomats last night. I suppose not unexpected, given that Ireland had expelled four diplomats from the Russian embassy in Dublin. However, uh, what the the officials are saying is that, well, these were being accused of effectively spying. The Irish officials in Moscow were not accused of spying. And Fine Gael's European spokesperson, Neil Richmond, is joining a chorus of politicians and commentators calling on the government to expel more Russian diplomats from this country. The Irish Daily Mirror also has that story. Russia boots out two Irish diplomats. Uh, 
uh, Foreign Minister Simon Coveney saying there's no justification for the action. The Irish Sun killed the civilians. Uh, they are again calling Vladimir Putin Mad Vlad and they say that his soldiers were ordered to kill civilians. It's claimed Ukrainian spies say they hacked the radio call during the battle where they heard Russian troops who warned innocents they were in their sights were told by a commander killed them all. On to other stories and uh, good news if you're concerned about young Irish people and their health habits because in the Irish Independent this morning there has been a huge fall in the number of Irish teenagers drinking sugar-laden soft drinks on a daily basis. That's the good side. The bad side is consumption remains higher among less well-off children. A major new study has shown a big shift in soft drink habits of Irish and European youth between 2000 and 2018. In Ireland, back in 2002, 37% of teenagers were drinking a sugary soft drink every day. So over one in three Irish teenagers drinking that every day. In 2006, the figure was 26%. Uh, in 2010 it was 20.8% and in 2018 it has fallen to 6.5% of young teenagers drinking soft drinks every day. So that's certainly a positive story because I think a lot of people are, you know, realising uh, the amount of sugar that some of the soft drinks have in them where literally you can get the spoon out and count the amount of uh, spoonfuls of sugar in some of those drinks. Also good news if you are trying to uh, have a better regulated market for puppies in Ireland because in the mirror this morning Ireland's puppy farmers and smugglers have been dealt a massive blow by Gumtree Ireland because it has banned all ads of dogs. Major changes to the company's advertising rules ensure they can no longer accept canines of any age in ads and now no animals can be swapped or even advertised as free. Of course, there's been so many ads online for puppies for, you know, €2,000. Totally unregulated market. There are moves to try and regulate all of this puppy culture in Ireland, uh, but at least there's one step from Gumtree Ireland, which is being welcomed by vets, including Tim Kirby, who said the cogs are turning and more people are recognising the issue of animal welfare and due diligence as being vital. If you are uh, a commuter, which I know a lot of people are who tune in at this hour of the morning, um, obviously you're aware on the ban on using mobile phones but should we ban people who are on bikes and e-scooters from using their mobile phones while riding? Well this is what's being spoken about in the UK this morning. A Tory MP there has called on the government to update the law and told of a close encounter with a cyclist as she walked to the Houses of Parliament. Former Minister Lady McIntosh questioned why the rule requiring motorists to exercise proper control of your vehicle and forbidding use of a mobile phone did not apply to cyclists and other road users. She was walking into work and uh, she was approached by a cyclist on his mobile phone, one hand on the bike, one hand on the mobile phone on the wrong side of the road. I've definitely seen it, not so much uh, them speaking on the phone, but I have seen cyclists who are texting while they're cycling along. Certainly is not safe. And if we have it for drivers, should we have it for people on bikes as well? I'm sure that'll be looked at in Ireland. Final story for you comes from the mail. And as more and more people get used to maybe going back to the office, 
uh, the fashion has to change too. And we're told you should put away the lockdown lycra and trainers because glamour and high heels are back. Women who switched to comfy trainers and loungewear to work from home are now returning to the office and strapping on their heels. And how we know this is that demand for high heels, four inches high, sometimes even higher, of course, is at a 10-year high, according to shoe designer Kurt Geiger. Uh, So a lot of women are now having to go back, wear their heels and dress up going into the office. We were actually saying last night it's a lot of effort as well because you have to think about what you're wearing the next day as opposed to throwing on the tracksuit bottoms and going downstairs and going on the laptop or whatever. Anyway. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This is Newstalk.